Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode. So this one's kind of just going to be about accepting help, reaching out for help and like the stigmas around it. I feel like everyone has a stigma of them <laughs> actually reaching out for people and even just accepting help when it's offered to you. I feel like it's just such a culture to be like, I'm fine, I'm okay, like I don't need it, like I don't want to be a burden on you was like a really big thing so just gonna talk about that um because I know filming this I just done a talk at my old sixth form and I found myself repeating a lot um to like all of the students that we were talking to like I, I had like this activity for them to do so it was like based on anxiety and it was like if a friend came to you that was suffering with anxiety and kind of asked for a little bit of support for them to write like an action plan just for like activities what advice to give them um because I feel like if I was to say to them what would you do for yourself it'd be a lot more difficult but putting yourself in the shoes of like what would you do for a friend was I think was kind of more like they were more engaged with that because they were speaking to like in groups but just thinking about what would I do to help a friend but then also keeping that action plan in case you need it um yeah then you have the things and you haven't thought about what you do to help yourself it was also what would you do to help other people because I found that for me I find it really easy when I'm talking to people to kind of give advice and like offer help but if it was the other way around I wouldn't accept it <laughs> even though it was yeah I think yeah I think accepting sometimes you know that you need help um is one of you know it's the one of the hardest steps in terms of you know you accept that you need it but then you actually have to reach out for it you have to ask for it um and you know I get a lot of people have said to me this week kind of you know I don't really like feel that you know, I, I, I should have asked for help. And it's like, no, you've done absolutely the right thing, um, you know, by being being so brave and just taking that huge step for yourself um, and, you know, putting your safety first. Um, if people listening don't know what I do, so I work for a crisis team now. Um, I'm in my first week but it's going good um but yeah so it's kind of like I think accepting it's a hard pill to swallow but but it is doable and you know like you said a lot of people just feel like they don't want to burden other people and it's like you wouldn't say that to your friend you wouldn't say oh you're burdening me no um you know try and kind of say to yourself what you would say to other people um Mm -hmm. and I know sometimes reaching out for help and you know there isn't there isn't the help there that you thought there was that can be really kind of damaging and really difficult um but it's kind of like don't take that one sign or that that like few few tries that you've made and not had any help don't make that sign to give up 
um, trying to get help because, you know, you do deserve help. And, you know, it's kind of like just put yourself first and don't give up, which is so much easier said than done, I know. Yeah. Um, but it is possible. Yeah, trying to find the right people and the right help that you need. It's going to be like a journey through it, like being able to find what works for you. But just the starting of realising that you need it or reaching out to that one person and saying, I, I might need to make a few more steps. Are you able to help me through it? Just anything that you need to do if you make that step in the first place is like admirable to do and I think that that whole stigma of being a burden on someone if someone was to say like you were saying that you wouldn't say to a friend that's burden on me like if someone was to say that to you they're not the person that should be giving you help anyway so yep distinguish that as not if that's not you being a bird and that's just them either not being able to give you any help or just them not being that they're just not the right person to do it um and there are people out there that do want to help you and do want to listen and just be there for you so finding those people or finding that hotline or a place to reach out to um, will be really beneficial and it's it, and like you said it's easier said than done but it's it's worth it yeah in the end in the long term it's worth it yeah definitely it's I think rec- I think we recognize just how difficult it is and I always want to reiterate that it's important to accept help if you need it and all these things but also being like I know it's difficult (laughs) yeah because it's not just like oh well why isn't you just if you need help why don't you just ask for it it's not like that it's like the whole the whole aspect around it it just makes you feel like you either don't want to you don't deserve to you feel like oh I'll just deal with this on my own but you deserve support no matter what the issue is as well I know we I was speaking a little bit about like how we told me a bit about social media and people sharing their experiences and just how incredible that is and how beneficial that is but then that on its head people reading that and then thinking oh well I'm not sick enough I don't like and then that comparison of I'm not sick enough then and then leading them to not reach out for help just because they don't think it's as important as this other person's and it's like no matter how small it is if you need help you deserve help and support that's point blank yeah absolutely that's what you need and deserve deserve someone to listen yeah, and I think, again, like, the belief of not being sick enough can be a really damaging belief in terms of 
I know in like when I was really struggling with my eating disorder um believing I wasn't sick enough for months and months and months on end just drove me further and further down that line um and just drove me further and deeper into my eating disorder and until I just didn't really have a life left um and it's kind of like it wasn't until I kind of started getting better and recovering that I realized I was sick enough even when I was at that higher weight or when I was mm-hmm. not presenting as many physical symptoms or yeah. even just the thoughts yeah. if the thoughts are there you're sick enough yeah even if you're not acting on them you you can ask for help with that yeah um you know it's been three three years since um I like started recovery mm-hmm. and you know the thoughts are still there yeah um you know that's not something that has gone away yet um mm-hmm. but it's kind of like knowing that when it gets too much knowing that I can ask for help um it's scary and I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna lie yeah. I don't do it all the time mm-hmm. but um yeah but I do it when I need it yeah um um yeah I would say just kind of the belief that you're not sick enough just isn't a belief that you should have because any no level. matter what you're valid yeah but any kind of mental illness or any any issues that you are having yeah I think that that comparison and that competition within mental illness is really damaging in this aspect of reaching out help and support um but I think that it just reminds and people that no matter if you think it's a really small issue you deserve to be able to speak to someone about it and if you need help then be able to receive that yeah whatever way that it is and that, that comes up a lot I think personally we both do it <laughs> but like yeah you, <laughs> you want to tell people don't do it um but I think I think that's good that we we both realize that it's a thing even though like even now like you said like you don't always do it anyway but <laughs> yeah but we recognize it yeah, we, we recognize that it's a thing and we recognize this is just like like we were saying you of um like offering the advice to other people but not taking it on board yourself I think this is but we're just saying you know you you do deserve it and even just recognizing yeah. that sometimes you need help is a really big step because it, it can be really difficult especially when you're like in the midst of something mm-hmm. and it seems like a, like the biggest part of your life you don't realize that you need help for it because it's yeah. kind of yours and you're kind of in a bubble and even getting to the point where you want to receive help for it is really helpful yeah. but even in that place if if those thoughts are there if that if that's there then you know you, you deserve support and help to get out of that damaging place no matter what 
Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's just those those reminders that like we need to put out into the world of that. But it is such a difficult topic because it's it's something that on any level and for any reason a lot of us struggle with and I see it so much with people yeah I think it's such a culture as well Mm -hmm. um when we just say like how are you like I'm fine I'm okay and it's just kind of like it's just so casual now that it's quite hard to distinguish the are you okay and it's just like a passing comment to just move on to something else or like the are you okay yeah let's delve deeper into it it's so difficult to distinguish that now because it's yeah just not just the automatic response of i'm fine yeah. um fun fact i um when i was in therapy like a few years ago my therapist banned the word fine <laughs> Because it was how yeah. I would describe how I was all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so even if it's just as simple as kind of saying to yourself, I'm not going to say I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So you're going to like, and that goes for any kind of like word like that. So yeah, I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm okay. So anything yeah. that's just kind of like very generic. Mm-hmm. Um. I just kind of like had to stop myself saying that because then it was only then that I realized how I actually was because I almost felt like I was putting a front on myself mm-hmm. so much to other people I was starting to believe it so yeah. it was something that actually worked really well for me was was not being allowed to say that I was fine yeah. um yeah, putting that front on for other people but then you start to put it on yourself and it's like why am I lying to myself why am I lying yeah. about how I feel to myself why why is that a thing right now what how does that even make sense but you do it and it's like so difficult to even get out of that never mind being able to be like if people ask if you're okay to then actually tell them the truth and not just say oh fine i'm good how are you yeah that was like just a standard comment that like i just got so used to saying at my old work Mm -hmm. like if you ask someone if you just say hello to someone you're like hi you're right like That was just like what I said. But then it was like when I was with people that I knew, I knew I could be like, oh, well, I'm I'm actually doing okay today. I'm not doing okay. And it was kind of like finding those people that you feel able to do that with. Yeah. Um, and knowing that that's not going to be everyone. I think that's like mm-hmm. definitely just kind of picking and choosing was a big part for me in just terms of like, I didn't want everyone to know what business yeah exactly just setting them boundaries as well it's such a, a a big topic like would say like i feel like any topic that we talk about is so layers of things like that of like there's just so much we can go into with it um yeah but i think it, it is it I, I think it's nice for us to talk about it because i'm just like yes i agree yeah I agree with everything that's being said I I understand what you mean yes I agree with that yes (laughs) like I need to get that in my brain you need to get it into your brain we all need to get it into our brains yeah I think like you know if you're listening to this and kind of thinking (laughs) you know 
how do I maybe you're listening to this and maybe you're realizing now that you're accepting that you need help and if you are well done you like yes well done like that's such an incredible step and like you know guides and just guiding through that now but that one step is so well done Mm. yeah (laughs) like we all need to start somewhere I feel like it can be really daunting to think about like the end result I'm saying that in like quotation marks of what you can see if you get help can be like and then you're like oh well there's no point in starting because and it's a long road back yeah but you know we've all got that's a lot of steps and I wrote a blog post actually um that's on our website about you know small steps and not realizing that they're steps because Mm -hmm. they're so long it was like if I just focused on those steps if I focused on completing one thing and then another thing and then another thing I'd just constantly feel like I was doing an exam (laughs) yeah like in in life like this is how to complete life um and it was when I kind of stopped focusing so much on the small the small stuff I know I say it to everyone all the time take small steps like yes that works but also there comes a point where it might not and mm-hmm. knowing that that's okay like everyone experiences that point and yeah. sometimes it's about letting go of those steps and just kind of focusing on the here and now yeah and then before you know it you've taken so many steps yeah well done you I know I recognize that as well and celebrate that yeah yeah buy yourself a cupcake (laughs) yeah celebrate it yeah like looking back even if you you stop and think oh I've not made much progress but then actually think about it and be like oh well I did this yesterday just any any sort of step or any sort of improvement that you see in yourself you know Mm. serving of some celebration um you just also deserve to to do that and be in a place where celebrate you i love you disney i know (laughs) like we should if if we make a small step go to disney (laughs) when we can yeah yeah (laughs) honestly that is like my solution for everything in life I'm like, if something goes wrong, book a Disney trip. Something goes right, book a Disney trip. Disney trip. <laughs> Such a great like method of healing and yeah. I've just book a Disney trip. <laughs> yeah. All is well and good when you book a Disney trip. <laughs> yeah, just be in the being in the magic. Soon. Our Soon. Yeah. one day. Back. <laughs> I'm hoping that I'm going this year. Hoping. Yes. Please, Disney, allow this to happen. <laughs> yeah. We will. There we go. It's not even Disney. America. Yeah. It's America. To be fair, I'd take Paris at the minute. I know I speak ill of Paris quite a lot. I don't <laughs> mean to. I really don't mean to. I love it in its own little way, but it's just not Florida. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. Flowers is just mm. the home place of Disney for us, so it is. And I think on that, that note, I feel like yeah, 
we will we will wrap this episode up <laughs> yes we will wrap this episode up on us just thinking yes. about Disney right now so that's what we're probably going to do for the rest of the day is just think about Disney um, yeah so thank you for listening and you know if you've listened to this and you want to reach out to somewhere then um, please do and there's lots of little links and hotlines on our website and instagram and you can find them anywhere or speak to a friend so thank you for listening and join us again for another episode thank you